Getting pricing information is great and necessary when buying a new car, but there's more to car buying than just the price. There's the actual buying experience, and to enjoy a better one, you have to go to a TrueCar certified dealer. They're there to help you find the car you want, and they are what make TrueCar unique. With TrueCar, you can connect with a local certified dealer of your choosing so you can lock in guaranteed savings off MSRP and enjoy a better buying experience. TrueCar customers are more likely to enjoy a faster buying process when they connect with TrueCar certified dealers. Over 2 million cars have been sold to TrueCar users by the TrueCar certified dealer network, and there are over 11 thousand true car certified dealers nationwide. You're going to work directly with a true car certified dealer contact. True car users save an average of $3,279 off MSRP. So when you're ready to buy a new or a used car, visit truecar.com or download the true car app to enjoy a better car buying experience. Some features are not available in all states. This is Heather Dubrow's World, and now you can live in it for one hour each week right here on Podcast One. Spring break is finally over. You sound so excited. Oh my gosh, longest spring break of my entire life. Hi, Ray. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I just I posted a picture of you on Instagram. <laughs> Natalie was telling me. They, they were surprised I was, I guess, under so 60. Yeah. yeah. And so handsome. A lot of comments. They go, oh, that's Ray of Sunshine. Oh, Ray of Sunshine. <laughs> that's cute. Hey, we have to give everyone information on how to get tickets uh, for our first uh, live in front of an audience. It's not really live, but it's live in front of an audience podcast show on July 21st at the Irvine Improv. People are already asking. I think you can go to the – it's already up on the Irvine Improv website. You can buy yep. tickets that way. And I think we're going to do some giveaways and give away a few tickets too. Yeah. Do we know how many people ate seats? I think it's about I don't. Amanda has all those details. Okay, we'll get those details to you, but um, stay tuned, and we're going to be announcing some winners of our skincare giveaway and all kinds of fun, fun stuff today. Gigi LaVonji Grazier is here, which I'm so excited about. I have such a crush on her. Uh, by the way, hi, Natalie. Hi. <laughs> Hello, I'm here too. <laughs> Hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good. I'm excited for the live show because, you know, um, I want people to see you guys us Don't yes forget about us it's all about you no it's about us it's funny someone said uh i heard that we have over five million downloads since the end of october yeah yeah five million downloads and we're the number one female podcast on podcast one which is yeah. so exciting but i was repeating the story to terry and i said um we are the number one fe-. and terry goes who's we like the royal we like are you queen who i go no but it's me and natalie and ray it's us we are the show it's we so obviously it's my face on the show and people hear mostly my voice. So I'm excited for people to put faces and facial expressions with your voices. Oh, that's very sweet. So that's going to be fun. I, I'm a behind the scenes type person. <laughs> so well, you're going to be on stage, so, so you better get ready for your close up. Um, anyway, so spring break is finally over. Spring break was so weird this year. For, I felt like every school had a different spring break. It was very hard to coordinate anything. And all my kids had different spring breaks. So as we've been talking about, I took the girls to New York. Right. Oh, by the way, Lindsay G and Teresa H on Twitter mm-hmm. told me, do you remember I told you that we went to see Aladdin when we were in Manhattan? Yeah. And I said, there's a really good show at California Adventure. It 
closed. It did? Yes. <gasps> These gals tweeted to me and they said that that show closed, which I thought was super sad. Oh, no. I know. They used to have so many fabulous live entertainment shows at Disneyland. But that was such a big little venue there, right? Huge. So I, wonder I wonder if, what they're doing now. I don't know. I wonder if they're going to put something else in there. Yeah. That's how I... If you, if you listen to our first episode, if you go back and listen to it, I think you have to do premium now, but if you go back and listen to it, what the, the first job I had in California was singing as Miss Lily at the Golden Horseshoe Jamboree in Disneyland. I know. <laughs> it was so, so funny. Big blonde wig. I'm surprised you don't have like a lifetime of like entry... Into, uh, into no, Disneyland. no, but it was so fun. It was like one of the best jobs. I met the greatest girls. And actually, one of the gals that was a dancer, a can-can dancer, is now an esthetician at Bellagio where I get my hair blown dry. No way. Yes. Oh my God, what a small Isn't world. that so funny? Yeah. And I remember her from back then. It's so, so funny. Anyway, I love that. I love yeah. doing that. Of course, I, I think I, when I sang my big song, it was a little sexy. They told me to tone to it tone. down. It wasn't, really? Dis- wasn't Disney enough, but that's okay. <laughs> and then I took Nikki camping. And then, of course, my fifth child, Terry, had a few days off for a change. Okay. So we took the whole family to Las Vegas. So that was the end of our trip. Because usually I like to take the whole family somewhere, but we had obviously had to break it up because everyone's uh, days off were different. Right. So we go to Vegas. I love going to Las Vegas with my children. I love it. I think it's a great place to take families. And we stay... Um, in a hotel where there's no casino. Mm-hmm. And then usually we go to the Mandalay Bay pools because they have got, you know, it's not like a hooker beach. Right. They have, But, you know, like a lot of times yes. in Vegas, it's a, maybe I shouldn't say hooker beach. <laughs> Ray shaking his head. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, they might not all be hookers. I'm just saying there's a lot of scantily clad, blinged out, very small bikinis and no one's really swimming. They're just all standing there drinking. And Why do you think I'm working out so much? Because I went to one. Like, you have to go to the hooker pool? Well, I mean, a lot of my friends do and have you seen their bodies i mean it's insane your body is oh, insane stop no natalie but- is now working out two times a day she posts yes. pictures two a days i do I'm like what's two to. is that two to drinks a day <laughs> <laughs> i wish no i try to cut out much alcohol as i could i don't believe in that when cutting out alcohol? No, I think it's Why? medicinal. No. It's good for your heart. It's good for your nerves. I just think don't eat the calories. I'd rather drink them. <laughs> Remember Lizanne was here know, last week? So she was like, I saved my sugar for yeah. alcohol. I just, I so get that. The problem is sometimes when you drink the sugar, then later you have a moment of love in the pantry That's with the Oreo the cookies. That's the problem. <laughs> and you get double the sugar. Exactly. But you look fabulous. Thank you. But anyway, but you know, it's funny because Natalie, because a lot of her friends are getting married right now, that age group, and they have these bachelorette parties. Right. At the hooker beaches. <laughs> You're gonna get some- I'm going to get so much crap for that. Well, let's call them the party beach, shall there we? There you go. The party beach. Um, it's just a big party. It really and is. And it's like, you know, we talk about the swim up bar. No one's leaving the pool. Everyone's just drinking and peeing all day at yep, the pool. Pretty and much. I find that gross. But at the at, at some of the hotels, they have family friendly pools. Right. <laughs> They're still probably peeing in it, by the <laughs> right. way, but it just seems no, a little better. So I like to take them there. But the problem was it rained all weekend. Yeah, so it was, you guys couldn't do the pool at all. No, I was going to cancel it, but then I looked everywhere in the vicinity. It was raining in the desert. It was raining in San Diego. It was anywhere locally that we could get to yeah. by a short flight or drive was raining. So I said, eh, let's just go. Yeah. So one of my, one of, something really fun that we did is my kids are really into this app called Musical.ly. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of this? Musical.ly is, um, it's like spelled musical.ly. And it's basically this app where you can lip sync 
music and you can share it with people and you could do duets with other people that have done the same song on their musically there's all these really cool ways to do it you can mm-hmm. record it really slow and it speeds it up you, it's very very cool anyway i loved it and max and nikki did the coolest one and they choreographed it it's amazing so i put it on my uh instagram everyone seemed to love it i go oh i want to make one yeah Oh my gosh, you should have heard the way they they thought every idea I came up with they thought was so lame. <laughs> I got fully this mom. It's so lame. And they just sort of reluctantly agreed to teach me how to yeah. use the darn thing. Right. So but you know what struck me as funny is if I helped them with their homework, like if I spoke to them doing homework the way they like uh, speak to so, me yeah. teaching me an app, it would be it would be like an, a, an abusive mother if I was like, really, Nikki, you don't know how to do that problem? Didn't they teach you anything in school? Oh I mean, really, God, that's so what it's funny. like. They think like you're a moron. <laughs> Mom, and, and Max is great. Uh, let me just show you. I said, how can I learn if I don't do it myself? Oh, my God. And so finally I go, you know what? I, I wanted to pick this Justin Bieber song, and they said, that's so lame. <laughs> but I don't know the words to half of the other songs that are right. on musical. So we finally did it. We put it together, and Coco's so funny. She's mm-hmm. not really lip-syncing. She's just like going, rhyme, 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 But it's so fun. I think it turned out so cute. If you want to see it, it's on my Instagram, or you can follow me on Musical.ly. Anyway, we got something like 200,000 views. So oh I God. showed it to them. I'm like, huh. Hmm, not, not so, so lame. lame. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. We went to go see Britney Spears. That was really fun. Uh, how did the kids like it? They loved it. They did. And Coco, she boy, she stayed up. That she late? stayed up the whole time. Wow. We were we weren't sitting in seats. We were sitting at a table, right. which was cool. And so they brought popcorn and candy and champagne. Let's be uh-huh. honest. And it was really fun. Yeah. So we were sitting very close, and they were engaged. And I thought Coco was going to lie down mm-hmm. on the little sofa at some point and go to sleep. And she didn't. She loved it. Wow. That's awesome. It's a very good show. It's a very entertaining, and uh, she's such a good dancer. She lip syncs through the whole thing. I, you you know, I feel like everyone except Celine Dion lip syncs. Yeah. And that's not in Vegas. All, but I really sometimes do. Sometimes like will sing one song or, you know, what I think the they, dance. I think what they do is they have a track and they sing on top of the track. Right. I just to dance and perform like it's that for exhausting. that amount and sing is I mean, I'm sure it's incredibly difficult. So I don't know. I can't be sure, but I think probably there's some lip syncing going. But the production values of the show are so good yeah. that I don't care. Yeah. And Britney looks insanely good. Her body's good. so good. Oh my <gasps> gosh, she's got it all together. Oh. I mean, and she was cute. The only thing I will say, my only yeah. negative is I really don't understand who's doing her hair extensions. But she's always had issues with her I hair. don't, yeah, it's true, but I mean, Ever since her. she's like a gazillionaire. She, and, and at one point she put her hair up for a number and the extensions, like you could see no. the white tape running no. down the side of her head. <laughs> who's doing her no. extensions? That's awful. She needs help. Someone fix her extensions. Besides that, I thought it was absolutely fabulous. Um, house is getting closer. Yes. I've been posting some pictures about that. I'm a little overwhelmed. Are you overwhelmed about our move? Are you kidding me? I think about it all the time. You do? Yeah. Are you up at night thinking about it? Of course. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I'm excited. I'm excited about it. I mean, I think it's going to be... It's going to be an exciting move. I mean, you've worked your butt off on this house. It's coming together really nicely. The portico share is finally done. You and your portico share. I know. You know what's so funny? I was talking to this gal the other day, Stephanie, and she was telling me that her brother-in-law lives in Chappaqua, which is where I grew up. Mm -hmm. And she said, you know, I forgot to tell you, my brother-in-law lives in Chappaqua, and I was there 
over the holidays or whatever. And she said, gosh, the town is so cute. And that beautiful middle school that's right outside of the town, it's gorgeous. I said, that's where I learned the word portica share. Because at Bell Middle School in Chappaqua, uh, in the front of the school, there was a portica share. And on the other side of the school, where the parking lot was, was the gym. So, you know, like the sports field. So yeah. your mom would tell you where she was picking you up. Like, I'm going to pick you up by the gym, uh-huh. or I'm going to pick you up under the portica share. That's so funny. So it's I just a grew- fancy middle school. <laughs> I know, but it's so funny. I know people think I'm trying to be fancy by calling it portica share instead of i don't know drive what else would you call that carport stone carport but it is a portica share anyway that's what i grew up with bell middle school portica share there you go what can i tell you oh my gosh it's just the perfect storm though with the i mean i i know these are good problems to have i'm excited about moving into the house but because we're so delayed it's now the perfect storm of things that I'm filming and the podcast, and I have to travel a bit, and you know I'm, I have to go out of town, and um, the kids are getting out of school. I know, and we kind of talked about that last week. So it's just crazy, and I'm so overwhelmed. They have kids have so many activities. I didn't think they did, but I all, never did growing up. I think your kids just have so much. Going it's on. all the kids. I mean, but it's different. When we were growing up, your mom would open the door and you'd go out and play. Right. That's how I grew up. Yeah, but you know the neighborhoods aren't all like that anymore. Some yeah. are. Yeah. The more the neighborhood we're moving to really isn't, but we have a big front driveway and we're on a cul-de-sac street, so that'll be good. Yeah. Um, but you know what the thing about my kids are? They they are dabblers. Mm-hmm. They, they're not really, like, they have activities. I try to, you know, introduce them to a lot of things, but they're not really proficient in anything. I mean, it's not really a put down. I'm right. just saying, like, they're they're just kind of dabblers, but it makes me wonder if this is a mom fail. No, I don't think so. Because there's moms at my school that their kids are, are you know, experts now at this or that instrument or you know they kind of push them into it no but i think what you do very well is you allow them to try everything and like for max for example she loves singing she loves so now you have her in you know more like musical type of you know after school activities nikki he loves hockey he loves all well he finally found something that he loves that's true right but the thing is i can't force them to first of all there's too many of them and the schedules are so bad that to force them to do something when it's so hard to get them there anyway and you're arguing with them is just too hard the only thing i've become good at is i don't let them quit so like all the girls signed up for flag football for the spring session Mm -hmm. coco and cat love it max cannot be bothered but i force her to go right she has to go. Yeah. She never has to play again, but she has to make it through the season. Right. So that I've become much better at. Yeah, Max likes singing. Yeah, she's so good, too. Yeah, she's got a really interesting, soulful oh, she's so good. voice. The, pro- the problem with her school is that there's so much homework. Right. She, this kid has so much but homework. But she's a straight-A. It's crazy. She's a straight-A she student. She looks at something, and she just gets it. I, she's Terry. Yeah, that's straight A student, president of her class. Yeah, she's that kid's got it together. But yeah. she's up to like eleven o'clock at night sometimes doing homework. Right. But then I mean, but she's still she doesn't complain. She goes to school, she handles it. So. Yeah, no, she does. And then there's Nikki she's who's like bare minimum guy. Right. The twins could not <laughs> and be then more he's opposite. Tired and- <laughs> oh, he's like it, it says write five sentences. So I wrote five. That's enough. My favorite was my favorite was a few months ago. He's gonna kill me. But my favorite was a few months ago when I was checking his homework, and I said, honey, you, you didn't write a complete sentence. And he goes, well, they didn't say to write a complete sentence. I said, honey, you're in sixth grade. I think at, by this point, they're assuming that you're going to write in a, you know, a complete sentence. You have to be very literal with him. I'm so literal. Uh, He's, it's such a boy thing, I think. I think so. But too. he loves his inline um, hockey. 
Yeah. But he, I mean, get him in any sport and he just kills it. Yes, but he's not, he's never been, what's interesting about him, he's always been athletic, but he's never been sort of competitive. And now he's really into it. Is he? And he was actually just asked to be in the all-star game at the Ducks arena. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I know. It's pretty cool. There's two, two kids from his team were asked. So he was asked. Cool. So that was cool. Kat is very into sports now. She's really, it's so funny. She was just, all of a sudden she's into a side pony and she wants yeah. to wear jerseys. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. Today she's coach for the day. Oh, it's today. How at cute. school. Yeah. So for the, the fundraiser at school, they do the, I thought this was a great idea. Mm. Instead of just, you know, having you give money to the school to raise money, they have teacher um, kid adventures that you mm-hmm. could bid on. So I bid on this adventure for Katerina where she could be the coach for the day and hang out with the PE coach all day. That is so cute. Oh my gosh, she could not be more excited. And the sixth graders had to run a mile so she could totally yell <laughs> at Max as she was running around. Oh, Max the... is not going to be happy about oh, that Oh, I one. Can't, can't wait to hear about that. She's a very good writer, though. She's very creative. Kat's very creative, yeah. And then there's Coco. Right. She's just a bruiser. <laughs> I wonder She's what... amazing on the flag football field, though. Is she? Yeah, she's like one of two girls on the team. Really? Oh, she's a killer. Is she? Oh, yeah. She runs down that field. She throws the ball. They let her play quarterback sometimes. She's amazing. Oh, my God. That's the cutest thing. I wonder what she's going to be like when she gets older. I have no clue. But then, you know, what's so funny is like we talked about it before is I never thought she was going to be a doll kid. And I was a little worried even after we brought home the American Girl doll that it was going to go in the corner. Yeah. She loves it. Good. Good. Yeah, I'm really. Um, that, that that was good. That was a good thing. Success. We did well. That was success. You know what hasn't come in yet? Did I tell you that I bought her that the unicorn? The unicorn. Thing? Have yeah. we talked about that? Yeah. We did it on a hip as hottest newest, didn't yeah. we? That riding on unicorn. It still hasn't come in yet. It hasn't. No, I just tracked hmm. it. It's coming soon. But now I'm thinking maybe I should wait to give it to her in the new house. I think so. It's too big for this house. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. There's a lot of stairs. Yeah. It's not going to go well. Meanwhile, I went to Dr. Galen to have my wisdom teeth checked. If anyone's still interested. Okay. So um, they're healing really well. Good. So I mean, now it's I, been a while, right? It's been, yes, yeah. it's been a couple of months. So now I go back in three weeks, and they do a, one of those comprehensive X-rays that goes around your whole head, mm-hmm. like that circular one, and they check and see if that tooth has moved away from the nerve to see if you know if they can pull it or what the heck they're going to do with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But here's the thing: so I'm sitting at Dr. Galen's office, and Lenny Kravitz is there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can't not notice Lenny Kravitz. You know, right. he's cool and cute or whatever. He's yeah. sitting there. And, and then I heard his voice. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's Lenny Kravitz. Yeah. So I'm watching him and he goes over to the desk to do something. And he didn't even like reach up or reach over. He just kind of like went to pick up a pen and his shirt came up a little and his entire butt is showing from his pants. I thought that trend was over. Ray, you're a boy. Is the is the jeans halfway down the butt not over? I, I would assume so. <laughs> I would. I think I that's think so. I guess like, unless you're a rock star, then the butt I guess crack can... is just never in. I'm sorry, but it wasn't just butt crack. It wasn't like he bent <laughs> over and the jeans are low and the oh, shirt. Oh, they're really sagging. No, 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 not sagging. They were tight fitted jeans that were literally sitting halfway down his crack. Like I saw Lenny Kravitz's tushy. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, very cute tushy. Yeah. So totally cute, oh. fit tushy. But why do I have to see it at eye level? Because I'm sitting, right. and he's standing. Eye level Lenny Kravitz tushy at the dentist. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean, I guess I wouldn't complain really. It's Lenny Kravitz. So you, you know what Natalie said when I told her the story? Did you take a picture? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't pinch it. 
No. Just Wanted to go by. just give it a little yeah. squeeze. No. <laughs> no, I just went, oh my goodness, to myself. And I looked away. Yeah. So funny. So speaking of my kids, I've decided not to overschedule them this summer because every summer I go, okay, so this week we're doing this and this week we're doing that. And then I go, why did I do this? And now I'm driving and carpooling and schlepping like I do all year long. And after the move, I feel like, we're going to need a break. So I have this fantasy mm-hmm. of lying by the pool all summer and just, you know, like splashing around with the kids and, and being in the pool and doing crafts. But I think that I am misguided and I'm concerned that it could very easily turn into a lot of whining mm-hmm. and asking where their friends are. But I feel like they're at the, I mean, at least the twins are at that point where they want to hang out with their friends a lot. No, like, I know, but I'm hoping they're just going to invite them over. But the problem is a lot of their friends are scheduled so right i don't know who's gonna be bored i don't want them to get bored so i don't know we have a few things like they're all doing a surf camp and um, we're gonna travel a little bit here and there and then they have sleepaway camp for two weeks the three older ones i think coco would go if i'd let her oh yeah she would don't you think she'd probably be like cat it's okay we're gonna be fine you know she'd probably be it's so hard i know all the moms out there we all like message each other and talk about this stuff but it is really hard to think about you know, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing too much for them? Am I not doing enough? If they don't play an instrument proficiently by the age of eight, did I fail? Right. You know, I feel like during the summer, especially, I like them to be kids. A lot of the parents at my kids' school put them in writing courses. And if they're interested in, in math, debate, writing, right. or if it's a requirement for the next year, I get that. But, I mean, how many summers do they have to actually still run around and, and be, be silly and be kids? I know. It's a lot of pressure, though, especially especially where they live, you know? I know. So I'm, I'm going to try. We'll see how that goes. I'll let you know about that. I don't know. I always feel guilty, though. Why? I don't know, because I'm a mom. We always feel yeah, guilty. It's just, it never ends. It's funny. Uh, Gigi Lavangi Grazier is coming on the show today, and she she's sort of become like the, the, the poster child for, you know, a divorce, because her divorce was so famous Mm -hmm. and she's written so many books and articles about it she's so cool i Mm -hmm. like i have such a crush on her i came to we're twitter friends if you never met her i've never met her okay i think we used to sit next to each other at the ivy (laughs) so you're gonna fan out a little bit i might fan out it could happen okay um but she talks about children of divorce Mm -hmm. and guilt and that kind of thing so i mean thankfully i don't know about that but i think it doesn't matter if you're a single mom you're a working mom you're a stay-at-home mom I mean, everyone's just trying to to find the balance. Right. It's a different form of guilt, maybe. Yeah. And we're all trying to, even if you're a stay-at-home mom, you can't serve everyone all the time. It's just hard. And yourself and your partner and whomever. I think at the end of the day, I just want my kids to be happy and lucky. Yeah. And healthy. And healthy, of course. Yeah. So we'll see. Anyway, she's coming up soon. I'm excited to talk to her. Uh, Let's go to the beauty tip of the day. Okay. What is that? This is from my recent experience. This is in the same vein. (laughs) In the spirit, if you will, of don't drink and pluck, which is, you know, one of my favorites, I bring you today no late night wounding. Oh, yeah. No, I did it. Little champs on board, got into the big 200 zoom mirror. And recently I bought some of those esthetician tools. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. So you just went to Oh, yeah. I had a full on facial moment. (laughs) It's so bad. And then you don't realize how hard you're doing. It's so bad. Don't pick. Let it be. And if you have to pick, make sure you steam your face first. At least do it after the shower so everything's sort of soft and open. Oh, it was so bad. 
It's so bad, but it feels so good in the moment, doesn't it? Totally. And I think part of it was because, you know, the breast gum that I'm sort of obsessed with, there is estrogen in it. And I feel like I was chewing so much of it. My chin started to break out hormonally. I'm totally serious. And then I bought the damn tools and then I wounded myself. So there you go. Don't wound yourself. And for our hippest, hottest, newest, actually, Natalie's going to talk about this because she's the one that found this and tried this. It's the booty belt. I read about this. Kate Hudson loves this. To me, it looked like an S&M, Fifty Shades of Something kind of contraption. No. It's, not, it's $99. You have, look, you have to wear it around your waist. When I opened the package, it had like all these rubber bands. It looked very scary. It wasn't that bad. It's basically just a band. Yeah, right. It goes around your waist. And then there's two rubber bands, depending on how intense you want the um, band to be. There's like three different levels. Um, and then you just wrap them around your foot. And then you just, you can do so many different exercises. There's like over like 15 exercises you can do with them. But I mean, it's intense because you're using your own, you know, body um, so is it kind of like Pilates where you, you have those, those, um, spring things? Exactly. Exactly like it. Why so, is this better than just getting a band? Cause I've seen, I mean, I've used bands before that you can do that sort of thing is why is the booty belt better? Because they have different resistance. So you can get the one that has really strong resistance. So the band's super tight, which makes you obviously have to use more muscle, more strength. So, I mean, I liked it. Will you use it? I But see, I do different types of workouts, so I don't know if I would. Here's my thing with it. I thought, well, first of all, I mean, if you could have Kate Hudson's butt, totally. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? Um, And I think for people that don't go to the gym, it seems like a good piece of equipment to have in the house. My only question is, I want you keep us up to date with this, because I'm just curious if... Because I don't like working out, so it has to be very easy for me. Right. I need to go brainless and just do it and have someone right. tell me what to do. And I know this comes with a video. So I want to know how easy it is. After a few times, are you still into it or are you like, all right, that's too much yeah. of a hassle? I'll, I'll try it out. I'll keep trying it. But I don't I, I was so sore, too, when I was doing it. So I don't know. I kind of just... That's because you're on your two-a-days to exactly. be at the hooker beat. <laughs> My gosh. Oh, someone's got to do it. That's right. She looks amazing. All right. Well, please stay tuned because Gigi Lavangi Grazier is right up next. The most important holiday of the year is coming up on May 8th. That's Mother's Day. I know it sneaks up on you every single year, but look, you still have enough time to order mom or your wife, the best flowers of her life from books.com. Books flowers are, in a word, gorgeous. Books flowers are grown at eco-friendly farms on the side of a volcano. Seriously, a volcano. The blooms are larger and the colors are more vibrant. It's a better soil and more sun at 10,000 feet. So order from books.com today because if you wait until the last second, you get second rate flowers. And come on, your mom knows second rate flowers. They're the crappy ones that come from some massive online outlet or the limp ones snuggled next to the green onions at a grocery store. Gorgeous flowers from the books really do say, Thanks, Mom, for all you do, and I didn't forget. So what's all this gorgeousness cost? Actually, not that much. Books prices start at a mere 40 bucks. No upcharges, no extra fees. Even delivery is absolutely free when you register with the Books. Listeners of our show save 20% off the bouquet of your choice. Just go to Books.com and enter promo code HEATHER. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code HEATHER. Books.com, promo code HEATHER. 
Now there's two ways to listen to your favorite shows, and I'm so excited to share this news with you. You can now access all the past shows for mine and many other shows with Podcast One Premium. I also have a bonus post show, which you can catch only if you're a premium member. You can write for the fan blog and even send me questions in the AMA, Ask Me Anything. Just 14 cents a day, and if you buy two years, you get a $50 gift card. So it's kind of like getting a year for free. Go to podcast one slash premium to sign up. Is your calendar filling up with weddings and invites? Well, check off your to-do list at Macy's. I mean... I love weddings. Don't you love weddings? I love going to a wedding, but you have to be really careful with how you get dressed for a wedding because, all right, we all know you're not supposed to wear white, right? You can't wear white unless they tell you to wear white. And you really don't want to wear black because if you wear black, unless they tell you to wear black, then it feels like you're going to a funeral maybe or you're depressed. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. You have to be really careful about what you're going to wear to a wedding. So pulling together the perfect wedding look Not that easy. But when you go to Macy's, they've got the latest spring dresses, shoes, and jewelry. By the way, even skincare and makeup. So you can pull together a look for any dress code. I love one-stop shopping, and Macy's has it all. They've got your glow-up covered. So fabulous. All the things you need, all in one spot. Check out Macy's Wedding Shop to help you get celebration ready at Macy's.com slash wedding shop. Now, back to Heather Dubrow's world. Oh, my gosh. I'm a little obsessed with this woman. I know we've talked about it before. She's a New York Times bestselling author. She's a screenwriter, self-described poster child for divorce. And by the way, I'm just finding out, engaged. Please welcome Gigi LaVangie-Grazier. Hello. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so I'm glad so you're excited. here. You don't know this, but or you probably don't remember this, but we used to sit next to each other at the Ivy for years. Oh my God! You sat in the you and Brian sat in the corner table. Yes, and we sat right. Me and Terry sat right in front of you. That was the old Ivy at the shore. Yes, that was so great. It was before every, they moved it next door, and it's not the same. It's not the same. Every movie go. star, every president came through that Ivy. Isn't it funny though? There was never paparazzi out there. No, I shared pizza with um, salmon pizza with Bill Clinton. There, he wow. ate most of it. <laughs> That's not that surprising. No. But back when he was fun. Right. <laughs> now he's deflated. Well, he's now he's going to be the, like the first man or something. So yeah. He, yeah. He needs to get his male energy back up. He needs a little testosterone. I'm sorry to get so political. No, I love it. Okay, so so I love that we used to sit next to each other because Terry and I used to go there like three times a week. But every time we were there, you and Brian were there. Like every time, every time. Yes, we we were fans. So I feel I feel like we've been friends for. You don't know it, but we've been friends for a really long time. I can't. Okay, thank you so much for reminding me. That was a great time in our lives. Amazing. Yeah, Yeah. us too. That was fun. Our date nights, and then we got divorced. But that's okay. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. But here's the other thing that I did not know about you, because I thought I knew like, oh, no. a lot. This is important, that your birthday is January 2nd. Yes. Because mine is January 5th, and we have to have a bonding moment on the crap birthday. My father's birthday was January 5th. It's the worst oh. birthday ever. It is. But we're Capricorns, hard workers. We, we climb up that mountain slowly, steadily, mm-hmm. and we will get there, and we age well. It, well, yeah. That's kind why I married of, a plastic I'm, surgeon. I'm 80 years old. I don't look bad. No, you look great. No. That's so funny. I always say that. I always, I always say I'm going to start lying up. Oh, I've always, I always um, skip ahead to uh, skip ahead six months. So I'm 53. I'm actually 53, but I'll be 54 in January. So you call yourself 54. You look so good. Amazing. <laughs> you yeah. do. You look amazing. But Thanks. did you have the crap birthday? Because I always say, even now, 
it's like by the time our birthdays roll around, everyone is poor. They're fat. Yes. They're over they're it. Tired. No one wants to party anymore. Absolutely. Terry, my husband gets pissed at me because. First, you have like Hanukkah, Christmas, then the yes. birthday, and when Valentine's Day rolls out, he goes again. Like it's my fault. I was born January fifth. <laughs> it is. Our, it's definitely our fault. Um, yeah, it's always been terrible. And in fact, one year, I think they moved the Super Bowl or the Rose Bowl. No, it was the Rose Bowl, and my my whole family forgot. I was a child. Oh no! Because of the Rose Bowl. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. that's I'm scarred. Bad. That's why I'm an author. Yes. <laughs> well, they gave you a lot of material. I, I always say when something when I have a mom fail with the kids, I always go, I have to give you something. I have to give you something to do. And something you know to what? talk about to your therapist. My kids will have plenty, plenty to talk about. <laughs> I'm so proud. Well, of you're that. so funny. I love your books. I mean, Thank I actually you. when I read The Starter Wife when it first came out, I thought this is like a cautionary tale. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And it's also just, it was, by the way, I wrote that long before I got, I was divorced. So I read that. I read it actually was published two weeks before Brian filed for divorce. Is that no, true? No, it was, no, the, the, um, miniseries came out and then he filed. And I can hardly blame him after looking at the miniseries, but in but the book <laughs> was a little different. You know, the character of the husband looked different and he, he was actually based on a friend of mine. Um, but no, it was because I would have these girls' nights and I knew that there was somebody in the group w- who would slit my throat to, in to, order to move in. Oh, yeah. You know, so I thought, what, ha- what would happen if we got divorced and the invitations stopped? What does that feel like? Now, I'm a Capricorn. I don't really care about going out. No, me <laughs> so, too. I like staying home. Yeah. But you still want to be invited. You want to be invited. Yeah. Yes. Yes. There's that fear of missing out. Um, I have, well, I have fear of being invited, but you kind of want to be invited. Right. I know. Um, and you have to force yourself to go. It's a good. We call it. We call it a good having had. Like once you're gone from the event, you're like, oh, I'm glad I went. But it's like a torture yes, to get there. Yes. And I'm trying to do that. You know, say yes to things. Actually, Oprah had a year where she said no, and now um, someone you know um, has the, the year of saying yes. That, that book is out. I forget her. Why am I forgetting her name? She's an amazing writer. Um, but saying yes to things is important too. But I have two boys who play. You know, a multitude of sports. You were just talking about that. I know. I try to do a class uh, as well at night, but it, it just, I, you have to balance everything. But how know? do you? Because being a single I mom, you, well, but I, I always talk about this because, you know, I have four kids and they range from five to 12. So it's a lot. And Is the last one like an appliance? Yeah, um, you know, she well, she requires a lot of work. My third's a teddy bear. I honestly, I don't give her enough attention because she's so easy and she's I'm the Terry's third favorite. Out of four. Oh, so you know? Yes. Did they ignore you? Absolutely. They were. I was fine though. But see, you got so many I scripts never, out of it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of writing out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, so you base most of your characters on people you know, or it's an amalgam of people you know? Well, it's interesting. It's kind of people um, I'm inspired by, Mm -hmm. and it may be people I know, or it just may be a snippet of a conversation, or someone I've I've observed. My next book, which is called Fast and Loose, and I I wrote it, you know, just cold, um, based on these women I see in yoga who have no... um, obvious means of of income or anything like that and yet they have broken bags they've got the long extensions they're oh, going to Paris. I know those people and I'm like what does this woman do well <laughs> then I find out and that becomes 
the impetus for a novel. Oh, I can't wait to read that yeah. book. Wow. It's kind of fun because it's like about con artists in L.A., these girls who are beautiful and come here and they don't quite become an actress. So they don't quite land the, the whale. Right. You know, um, and what do they do? So they they figure out their own game. And then it should, but wow. is it? But don't you think like Los Angeles and just the entertainment industry in general? Everyone is a bunch of con artists and grifters. Well, exactly. So I don't really condemn them um, because right, they're making it work. It's like the Kardashians. Ex- they're observing what has gone before and they they give it their own twist. And so you know, it's kind of. But the, with this lead character, it's like she's. Uh, it's like in The Godfather where they keep keep just pulling her in. She wants out. <laughs> But they keep pulling her in. Circumstances pull her in. Um, and so it was really fun to write. And that was inspired by yoga. My yes. yoga class actually inspires me a lot. There's a lot that goes on in some of these places. I know. have to start doing yoga. It's the one thing in my life that I swore to myself because I know it's good for you. And I know I'm so inflexible in lots of ways. But, I, <laughs> but especially I have to start doing Cappy, yoga. I you got to take it. care of your joints. I can't listen to the bong bong music. I need oh, something. No, no, no. I go, I go to... I call it angry yoga. Now, I go to yoga where they have loud music. Oh. It's like hip-hop. Do people touch you? Uh, not so much. There's okay. one guy who's really good at adjusting, and, and he does. But no, no, generally speaking, not and at all. you can always tell them if you don't want to be adjusted at all. Yeah. You just tell no, them I mean other you. people in the room. I don't mean the instructor. Oh, my God. I would no. freaking die. No. Are no, you kidding? I, just, I don't like I the sweaty swore. people close <laughs> no. to In fact, I've gone to those classes, and they're rather serious and no fun. And honestly, like I've done it for a long time, so I w- I'm, I'm too old not to have fun at anything. I dedicate myself <laughs> I to for way. an hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to have fun. So, so no, I don't go to those classes, and um, those people look so unhappy anyway. So you have such a great <laughs> spirit about you. I have to say, I've, really? I've read so many of your books, and of course, you wrote Stepmom, which I can't watch without bawling every uh, every single time but what what interests me about you is that you have this light about you and even when i read articles you wrote even you speak you the way you write is so you know self-deprecating and fun but what was that like going from you know what was that new normal how did you build yourself back right now going from you mean as an adult as an adult going from because one of the things that struck me an article that you wrote i think it was for the huffington post where you talked about you talked about um staying together for the kids until they're launched yes which really resonated with me and i remember that some maybe therapist had said to you um you know you never know you might fall in love with your husband again yes and that can definitely happen it takes a lot of patience i mean look marriage is a i'm going in again but marriage is a is a is a long haul and it can be tough being single can be tough you know um well my thing with that my the reason i wrote that was because i saw really what divorce does to children and you know people can argue with me and they say their kids are perfectly fine and blah 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 and yeah i have kind of the the best divorce that i can could possibly manage right very that's because i didn't I didn't start in a new relationship right away. I really dedicated myself like to the kids. Right. And a lot of people aren't ready to do that. So they want to go dating. You know, your kids are going to suffer. They they have um, their backpack at one house. It's on the other house. The uniforms are over here. They're not over here. Do we have our, our briefcases or our purses and two separate houses? No, we I have can't to even, go back and forth. It's hard enough in one house. Exactly. Um, so they need kids need 
consistency they need to be in i think in one place after school where they can get their homework done and then sleep wherever they're going to sleep but um i was i'm just brutally honest with myself and with other people i don't regret my divorce i think you know after 16 and a half years of being together um i realized that it was just it's just not working and, and we tried for a couple of years um but i do re- i will always regret the impact on my children although you know now i can i can see that they're healthy and fine and, and they've come and out that. the other yes. side yes and people look if people can say no it's fantastic my kids are fine and it's hard enough to grow up yeah it and by the is. way if it wasn't that it might have been something else too yes that's true too that's true too but um i think and we downplay how hard it is for a single and look i have the best of circumstances i have help I've got, you know... But even with help, you, you... Again, I think it was in the same article. You were talking about how when you're a single mom, the bumps in the night are like you want to call 911 and buy a shotgun. And it's funny yes. because... And Ter- I love a shotgun, but I, I don't own one anymore. No, no, no. Me neither. <laughs> but I mean, you know, Terry is... My husband's a doctor, but now mm-hmm. he's trapped... Well, I married a doctor. Now he's on television. It's, <laughs> that's that's not really what I signed up for. But no, we, we can discuss that another okay. time. But anyway, <clears throat> so he's now traveling. And... Uh, same situation. I have yes. help. But you know, at night when it's you and the kids alone in the house, mm-hmm. I don't care where you live, those bumps. Yeah. It's, it's scary. scary. Yes, exactly. And and I didn't want to downplay. I wanted to be completely honest. And I got a lot of, I received a lot of letters from marriage counselors and from uh, friends I didn't know, friends I know now, you know, uh, saying this was really helpful because sometimes you get bored with a person or they're annoying right. or um there's a million things that can go wrong and you know there's an attra- a, another person who's more attractive and paying attention to you well is that person going to be paying attention to you in 10 years no you know i remember i had a girlfriend so. that um divorced her husband and then two years later she said she started dating him again she goes i'm dating every other schmuck in new jersey why, why not my husband why not yeah. him that's great <laughs> I th- I think, and maybe I'm I'm a little bit of a rom- romantic that way, but um, but I'm happy with the way the situation worked out for me, and I'm happy for my children. I mean, I really gave them 110. percent I can say that. Well, um, you guys did conscious uncoupling way before yeah. Gwynny made that popular. But what I think is I so that. cool because I think what you're saying is the exact way I would feel is that it's all about the children, That's and it. it seems like you guys have been able to co-parent so yes. effectively. Yes. Absolutely. And I mean, I call Brian, he's a great dad, but I call him the trophy dad. He's the dad who takes him to Kenya and he takes him to Italy and he takes them here that, you know, these amazing, interesting trips. And I am the mom who does, who organizes the sports, mm-hmm. who cooks for them, drives. who drives and does the, the foundation. I do the, the basic stuff and I'm happy to do that. Yeah. I waited long enough to have them. You know. Yeah, me too. It's fine. You know, it's hard because you get in the middle of that stuff and it it's hard. That's the hard stuff. And there's no trophy for that. There's no <laughs> photo of you cleaning out the backpack. It's like tiring. there is going to Africa with dad. <laughs> yes, exactly. They're, the Instagram photos are not great. No. Yeah. <laughs> Making pasta. No. That's so funny. One of my favorite books you wrote, I was saying, is The Afterwife. Oh, really? And, Thank yeah. you. And I think, I don't know why, the I think I even tweeted to you at that time like i want to play so and so in the movie i can't remember something oh you'd be amazing oh thank- yes. i don't even remember which character it was but i just i loved the the book so much and i think it was because not because i wanted my husband to die but because you know how <laughs> what 
Sometimes you do. Fantasy. <laughs> it's a fantasy. We have the black dress fantasy. Yeah. There's the white dress walking down the aisle, and then there's a different kind of aisle. You know, where right, you wear but, the black dress. But you took us to a place where we saw that that I never had that fantasy after that book. Oh, gosh. Thank you. I That's, didn't because it's just like you're saying on the other side of it, if you had a best friend right. that was going through it, and I felt like your characters are so real that that you know, I felt like I was hanging out with her. Yeah. And what's strange is I knew a lot of widows during that time whose husbands died in their forties and that sort of thing. And, you know, suddenly and I've had that happen in my, my town. Yeah. It's two of them. really shocking. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's very hard to bounce back from, from that for everybody, for the kids and for you, of course, not have that person in your bed night after night, you know, it's, uh, and I wanted to really feel what that felt like. Yeah, it was very powerful. I don't want anyone to die, but <laughs> no, no. But you know, you you, you think about it. Of course, mm-hmm. my gosh. Um, so, I, I was going to ask you about dating because I. So Terry is on the show with you know Paul Nassif, and he's single. So we always talk, they have the- Paul Nassif's really he's hot. But you're engaged now, so you can't yeah, date. Yeah, but him. I have eyes. Okay, I'm just saying. He's, by the way, he's so cute. He's on Tinder a lot. <laughs> oh well, that's. Okay, I didn't meet my fiance on Tinder, but I Did saw you go him on, on Tinder? Tinder. Of course, <gasps> I wrote about it because Tinder was hilarious. I was I was matched with my nephew and all of his friends. No and I'm way! Like, hey, <laughs> um, my nephew's really—he's very yes. handsome, but just not for me. Yeah. Right. Sorry, um, Auntie Gigi's busy on Saturday. <laughs> Swipe left. <laughs> I mean, it was hilarious. All the uh, you know, a married coach. I'm I'm like, hey, coach, what's up? That's. Oh, say hi to your wife for me. Oh, my God. Really? But yes. are they that moronic? They don't realize other people are going to see it? It's just, I don't know. And that one, I was filming something with my nephew, Frankie, and at the time, and we were doing Tinder Live to see who got more matches. <laughs> and I came upon the coach, and I was like, oh, that's so, so bad. Yeah, no, yeah. Paul's super cute. And he would be a great husband. And he's funny. He's very funny. Yes. He's a great guy. He's a lot of fun to be with, but he I think he's enjoying his singleness. Oh, he, wants, he wants a fetus, right? He wants like someone who's oh, like... Oh, yeah. I think they had to lower the age that he was allowed to do on the Tinder. They had to change the California yeah. laws. Isn't that crazy? Well, God bless. I mean, I, I'm like, hey, if you can do it, and if that's what you want. Like, that but never... that's why it's so hard for, I feel like, to meet someone real because the real guys are swiping right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what's going on. I ran into a, I can't say her name, I'll tell you later, but I ran into a gal I know who's a celebrity and she, I was very well known and, and she was saying to me and Terry, could, do, you, do you know anyone for me? And I'm thinking, how can you, fabulous, gorgeous you, not be in a Successful. relationship? I but know. maybe that's maybe that's difficult. See, I would think that's difficult with you because you're you have it all. You're beautiful and you're smart and you're talented. I'll keep keep it going, going, keep going. <laughs> And look, you already have your kids. You're not. You're beyond yeah, that. Done. And they're they're not five. No, no, no. So, no. Um, you know, is that intimidating for men? Is well, I don't know. See, here's okay. I I'm not sure, but my fiance is from France, so I think that's oh, also a foreigner. He's I like coming it. at it differently, okay, right from a different angle. Um, but I'm pretty. I was pretty open as to who I would date. Like I said to a friend of mine who was, he's a very successful guy, and I finally said to him, I said, "Look, I'm not going to say his name. Can you buy me a team?" He goes, well, I'm only worth $170 million. You need $500 million to buy a team. I said, in that case, I can't go out with you anymore. I said, 
I'll only put up with your BS if you buy me a team. <laughs> so you have to be worth more than five hundred million, or you have to make less than fifty k a year. So you have time for the kids, and you're probably an athletic guy who can fix stuff around the house. And, there you, you know, go. Fix a computer and plumber, and so it's like between fifty k and five hundred million. You know, was they, they were forget it. I don't need you. I can, I can buy so, my own yes, plane tickets and hotel. So, <laughs> so see, that's why I was not good as a young, like Hollywood twenty-two year old, because I even felt like that back then. I didn't go, like I was invited by this big director guy to go like your yoga friends mm-hmm. on a trip for the opening of his movie through Europe. Ooh. Uh, yeah. That's what my mother said. She goes, Oh honey, you should go. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. And I said, are you out of your mind? That sounds like a lot of something. That yeah, sounds, like exactly. a, that sounds like a lot of work. That sounds like a lot of molestation. <laughs> okay. Wait, don't go anywhere. We need to take a short break. We will be right back with Gigi Lavanja Grazier. Have you heard of Soul Society? That's S-O-L-E. Well, if you haven't, you need to check it out. They're an L.A.-based brand of women's shoes, handbags, accessories, and they're backed by Nordstrom's. Soul Society delivers a classic aesthetic infused with the most coveted trends to help you create looks that are timeless yet contemporary. They're completely on trend without being, you know trendy and they're not knockoffs it's their own designs and they're beautiful quality pieces made to last more than one season at prices that won't break the bank so they're sold at soulsociety.com and the soul society store in santa monica place shopping center customers get free shipping on all orders 50 dollars or more at soulsociety.com you can follow them on instagram to check out their styles at soul society if you use the promo code podcast you'll get 15 percent off your first full-priced purchase at soulsociety.com that's s-o-l-e-s-o-c-i-e-t-y.com Apparently, some of my fans have still been shopping at Amazon without first accessing my personal Amazon banner at Podcast One. By using my unique Amazon banner, you will have access to everything available through Amazon, but it will support my podcast. And it's a killer deal because not only are you getting exactly what you were already buying, but you're supporting my show while you shop. Shop with Amazon and support my podcast at the same time as getting killer deals. It couldn't be easier. So go to Podcast One and click on Killer Deals in the menu bar. Then select my show and you'll be directed to my Amazon banners that include my unique URL as well as the sponsors who bring you my podcast every week. Click and shop. And when you use my code, you still get every great sale price, everything you'd usually get, but you are supporting my show and we're going to keep podcasting free. And for all my listeners in Canada and the UK, I've got links for you too. So check it out and buy the products you already planned on purchasing. Just use my Amazon page first. You're listening to Heather Dubrow's World. And we're back. We are back with Gigi. They know how to throw a ball. Hi. Are you going to keep Grazier because of your kids? Um, is that why you wait? Is that why you kept it? Yeah, because well, because of kids, because of books, but because um, you were already branded. One See, of I my YA up. books is Gigi Levangi, and I'm I'm just not sure with the next book. Am I saying your middle name wrong or your maiden name? It's Levangi, not Levangi. Levangi, Levan. Either way. But you're marrying a Frenchman. We're going to say Levangi. Levangi. It's, it's a little French. This I, is Gigi. I didn't change my name to Dubro. My name is Heather Page Kent. And that was my name as an actress for yes. years. And then we got married. And then I started doing this reality show. And he said, you have to change your name to Dubro 
for oh. branding. And I said, will you change the spelling? Because right now people say Dubrow, which sounds like eyebrow. I said, if you spell it, D-U-B-R-E-A-U-X. Dubrow. Dubrow. Yes. And I That's like very it. good. You have a great accent. Thank you. But you know what? He wouldn't do it. <laughs> What can I tell you? We were just talking about it on the break. We were talking about um, friends that we know that are in the public eye that need like a regular Joe. So yes. what, what's your fiance's name? His name is Chris, Christoph. Christoph. Mm-hmm. That's, that's sexy. How did you meet him? Um, I saw him at the Clipper Games. He, you can't miss him. He has a giant afro and he's got ri- silver rings on his long fingers and tattoos and a long lens. So just like your last husband. Yeah. So they're sem- very similar. Yeah, very similar. Actually, I must have a hair fetish because if you look at Brian's hair... He's got good Christoph's hair. Are, he's got good hair. Yeah. Like the two of them bonded and now Chris is like, oh, Brian's my best friend. You know, it's hilarious. <laughs> like, let's just let's just keep that one yeah. down. Yeah. We don't need to be best friends. But it's... A, it's um, but the, I would see him there and then I... And I thought, that guy is so cool looking. He probably has a heroin-addicted model girlfriend somewhere. I was thinking... That takes yoga. Whoever is Kate Moss these days (laughs) is his girlfriend. And I saw him on Tinder... And Tinder was kind of like a game, kind of fun. But it's like a hookup app, right? I mean, it's just for, it's like a booty call app. I don't know, because the people who I know, I mean, maybe it is, but the people I know who used it, actually, are women just looking for a guy that they don't know to come over to? Like, that would be... Well, what I've seen from single men that I know, apparently they do. In okay. any city across America. Yikes. Okay, yikes. Yeah. Because I just read something about a young, a young mother, young to me, um, who, um, well, she was cut up by a guy she met on online. Um, it's scary. Did you hear about the scary. Uber thing? Someone pretending yes. to be an Uber driver? Yes. It's very scary. So you have to be super careful. You have to be very careful. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on, back to the fun. So I met him. Uh, so I saw him on Tinder. I said, I know you. And we became friendly. He came over to say hi during one of the games. Uh, I sit behind the players' bench. Of course I do. Um, and we became friendly. And then months later, I was at a coffee shop and I invited him to come by because he had he had turned me on to this coffee shop to write in. And okay. it's hard to find a good coffee shop to write in. In Santa Monica, 212 Pier. And now he, everyone's going to go there. They should go. They're either homeless guys or like hot photographers. Um, and some of the homeless guys are hot too. So <laughs> he came over and he was funny and smart and, you know, ex special forces. My dad was in the Air Force. Like, I love, I like that side to a man. Does he have a nice accent? He's got the most beautiful accent and he oh, loves his mother. The- and I'm like, done, oh. done, 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 done. Yeah. yeah, so he's very French. So he he was raised in tour, and he's you know. He's and just, what does he do? He's an NBA photographer. Oh, that is so. So that's cool. how I saw him at the oh, game. That's why he's already the game. He had the long lens, right? He's got a very long wow. lens. Wow. Yeah. So really, well, that's good too. <laughs> he was just stopped at TSA. No, because it's package. They said, "Was he in the machine?" Sure, with the you hands? have something in your um, in your pants. Uh, you know, <gasps> we think it's a weapon. And he's like, "I don't have anything in my pockets." <laughs> o M 
Gee, oh, really? I, I was like, no, my heart. pain, TSA. You're like, you're like, where is where is TMZ when you need them? Where are they? Where's the paparazzi? I mean, how funny is that? That's so hilarious. So, what was it like? What was the transition like? Because you're obviously a great mom, so you didn't bring him home right away. I'm assuming to meet no, the boys. Uh-uh. And what was that like? You have to wait a certain. I think it's good to wait a certain number of months and then you know you introduce um in a friendly way i never like i had never kissed a guy in front of my kids or had a guy (laughs) tried to touch me in front of my children no especially with boys like my my boys literally said uh mom if you get a boyfriend we're gonna um slice his head off so uh, (laughs) you might want to rethink that i'm like cool boys are really really protective over their mothers so my son's like that too i had a shirt on the other day it wasn't like racy it just had a little slit in the back that was open and my nikki goes is it is your shirt supposed to do that Yes, boys are like that. I agree. Boys are like that. Okay, my so son, on. my son, my older son used to ask me to get fat because he wanted a fat mom. Because oh. he, he didn't want anyone looking at. You're his like, mom. honey, oh you just look gosh. at my pictures from the eighties. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you. I tell people, I'm like, I was a fat kid. I was. Oh, you know, from I the had 70s, my moments. 60s. Yeah, yeah I know. On. I know something about kids. Although, wait, way. I know I'm digressing like a hundred traps because I'm so no, excited I that you're here. But I, one of the things that was so funny from the starter wife was okay. Her char- Natalie probably hasn't I read the book. Read her character would weigh herself before and after she goes to the bathroom. Yeah, oh my god, that's hilarious! But, because the point wait, you oh, don't do that. Do, I do, of course I yeah, do. Of course I do. <laughs> or I said, oh, I just took a sip of water, so no maybe that... <laughs> this watch weighs 0. .04. Exactly. That's why when okay. you're an actress and you're pregnant, you gain 100 pounds. Because I can't you imagine. Because I gained so much weight with my twins, my first oh, kids. Twins. Oh, twins. Please, I, it was like I had, you know, quintuplets. <laughs> I was a house. Because it was like, oh, honey, you can't work out and you need to eat. And I said, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. You that's have fine. to, I know. To. But look at you now. Amazing. It took a lot of work okay anyway so so the boys are there and you're not bringing them home right away no I'm not bringing them home and then you know you just gradually introduce the person into your life if you're pretty sure and also kids have a say in this like one time I had had a Thanksgiving dinner and there were plenty of people there I had invited someone over I, I was dating briefly and um really nice guy and at the end of the meal, I'm upstairs with Thomas after everyone's left. He's like, yeah, that guy, that, I'll call him Tom. That guy, Tom, yeah, nice guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. There's our well, answer. I'm like, okay. all right. But in the meantime, Dad can date whoever he wants to date and go, you know, it's a, there are different rules, and that's the way it is, and that's fine. Wow. That's crazy. All yeah. right, so you do obviously end up introducing him, and then yes. he liked him. Yes, they really liked him because he loves, look, my, my kids, they love sports. Oh, so, so by virtue of his job, he's always Every cool. sport he loves, and they beat the hell out of him at, uh, at NBA 2K. Oh, I mean, the, the was, video games? He was crying. I think he was, because <laughs> he's French, so, you know, he gets emotional. So he was crying. Um, so... And he loves, and he used to um, he used to photograph the French baseball team. There is one in Cuba and, and other places. So he's he loves every sport that they play. I even took him to lacrosse games, and he was you know yelling, and he's into yeah, it. Does he have kids? 
No, he has no kids. Oh. And he doesn't really... It's cool for him. I have a friend like that. She married and a guy with no kids, but he loves her kids. Just, he loves yeah. he loves the boys. Those are, as far as he's concerned, like when he proposed to me, he included our children. <gasps> oh, I just got just Wait, tell, and she said our children. Oh, okay, wait. I, how did he propose? Well, first he asked them... If it were, if it was okay with them, and they didn't tell you, no. Wha- then, wait, wait. That's b- how old were they? They're sixteen and twelve. Oh. The twelve-year-old didn't tell you. I know he has a big mouth. They all do. Oh yeah. my god, that's so wow. But the younger ones really have, you know, oh, yeah, really talking. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, and then I was just upstairs. He's like, "Oh, can you get me this thing upstairs?" Yes. And then when I come, I came downstairs, and all three of them were lined up, and. He had something in his hand, and he proposed to me, and he said, I want to... like, get down on one knee? He did, (gasps) and he's like, you know, I love you so much, and I love my boys, Thomas and Patrick, and... (gasps) I'm going to cry. Would you consider being my wife? And it was really... Oh, that's so nice. It was really sweet. What what went through... Had you been thinking that this was going to happen? Well, we were talking... You know, we were talking about it... You should, if you're in a relationship, especially after a year, and you really do know each other, you can only know a person after a year, by yeah, the way, I agree. kids. Um, so yeah, the three months knowing you getting married, that doesn't work no, out. No, no, no. I mean, occasionally it does, but that's rarely. So yeah. after a year, you really know someone. Now you got to think, okay, what's the next step? Um, so, so we had been talking about it after about a year, and... Uh, you know, so it was it was in the air, basically. But I didn't know when he was going to do it. I didn't know he he got me his grandmother's ring, which was given to her by her aunt, and it's so it's gorgeous. an Art Deco nineteen oh, twenties. So I need to have it sized, but it's. I just think it's like unique. You know, I've had yeah. I I have the big diamonds and blah blah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that, but um, I'm at a certain age, and I think it's like. This is like the perfect thing for me. That's so funny because I I used to want like, I mean, when Terry Perosi gave me a very nice diamond, but I used to want like the the Hollywood diamond. Let's just call it that. The biggie. I had one of those. Yeah. So we talked about it. Now it's funny. Now I don't want it anymore. It's a funny thing. Like now that we can afford it, I'm like, you know what? I'd rather just have something interesting looking. Exactly. But what do we... And I have some stuff. You know, you keep it in a safe and you hope nobody um, puts a gun to your head to To take it. Yeah. But what do you do with it? But you don't wear it. it. No. So what do you do with it? That's my question. And jewelry doesn't have a great resale value. I know all... I know, I know but that's stuff. why that's why Terry hates diamonds. He's like, it's right. such BS. They're no resale. But I see girls like we live in Orange County, and there's girls with oh, these honey. huge rings walking around. I'm just yeah. thinking, young girls, yeah, yeah. To Gelson's, this right. is what we're. This is where we take out the ring. Yeah, exactly. Oh no, I know. It seems like a lot. That's because you um, Capricorns aren't very fussy about that stuff. We're not very showy. We I'm like actually, classic, like, you, look at you, you have a Chanel brooch, you, you know, it's a... It's so a, I like simple. But where simple. did you grow up? You grew up in LA? Uh, yes, on the east side of Hollywood. So Vermont oh, and Santa Monica, I went to Hollywood High, over 80 dialects spoken. I always wow. say, like, I got homecoming, well, actually, I was nominated, I, I won homecoming queen, they gave me homecoming princess, because 
I guess one of the teachers didn't like me. But not that we remember or hold a grudge. Not that we remember or are basing a screenplay on that. Uh-huh. I have a list um, like that also we can compare. Can we? Mm-hmm. We forget nothing. Nothing. <laughs> oh, I remember. Oh, you people from third grade, seventh grade, twelfth. Trust me. I know. I know where you are. And by the way, a fat girl never forgets. Anything. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Nothing. So if you were a fat kid, you never forget. Anything. <laughs> Tell, when are you getting married? Probably in November, but we want like a dance party. We want a Soul Train wedding. Cool. I know. That's awesome. So I have to find somebody who will help me because I don't, I don't plan. I have a very simple Aren't life. Are you friends with Mindy Weiss? Yeah, 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 yeah. She could do that. I she know. Could whip that up. Really? Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. I should go. I should go see her. Um, talk to her at least because I have no. You know, I think. But oh, you're so good at this stuff. Why am I remembering? You had that show with Eric Buderball, right? I had the floral. Yeah, yeah. The he used to do our flowers when we lived in Bel Air. Oh my god. Oh my god! It was a fortune, and it was worth every penny. We had a big. He, there's nobody like him. He's so good. He does the flowers at the Four Seasons. Is he still doing the flowers there? I don't know. I don't but know. He, but he's crazy. Amazing creations of things and he would every week and it was just me and Terry okay I wasn't even pregnant with the twins yet and he would put in like an installation in our front table that really only I saw but I loved it but by the way you appreciate it I loved it but I felt stupid because they would come in and work for hours to create this masteries and I'd be like oh but it is he is beyond I mean what did I call him the grand high emperor of floral well he's got to do your wedding yeah yeah, actually. Yeah, I'm going to plan your wedding. Okay, I'll do it for you. Okay, tell me. I, I, I ha- we have to go, but I, t- before we go, I want to know what is up next for you. What, what are you working on? Do you have a new book? I have. Okay, so my next book is go- is called Fast and Loose, and I'll let you know, you know, when I get because I wrote that. I wrote the whole thing, and, and I'm going to go out with it. Um, and also, I'm working on. I'm I'm pitching an idea to networks that's not based on a book, but based on. Um, it's for women. It's based on my experience at this age and my experience in adolescence. So it's kind of a combination of the different ages, you know. Fantastic. Well, I am thrilled for you. I'm so happy. Thank you. To officially meet you, even though we had dinner for years together and next to each other. I know. know. So funny. Um, Thank you so much. I wish you all the best with everything you're doing and congratulations on your engagement. Thank you. And let's stay in touch because I want to hear what you're doing. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Heather. Thank you. Thank you. I have found this incredible new way to buy wine, and it's Cameron Hughes Wine. You know, because what's interesting is that, you know, we all know wine comes from the best vineyards, but here's the thing. Sometimes those vineyards, they make a little too much wine. So what Cameron Hughes does is they buy the wine and then they sell it to you directly. So you can drink really expensive bottles of wine for a fraction of the cost. He's been doing it for over 10 years. The average price of a Napa Valley Cabernet scoring over 90 points in Wine Spectre is like 150 plus a bottle. Cameron Hughes had three 90 plus rated Cabernets on the list averaging about $30 a bottle. Isn't that amazing? So you're getting this fantastic quality at a great price. Cameron Hughes just recently received two of the top three spots for the top value Cabernet by Wine Spectator. So you know it's good. Look, it's luxury wine at affordable prices. So why serve your guests, or even yourself for that matter, average wine, when you can serve amazing wine at a great price? 
Cameron Hughes doesn't typically offer discounts because his prices are already 40 to 80% less than retail value, but I talked to him and I convinced him to give you a fantastic deal on your first order of three or more bottles. So you get free shipping on your order and a free sommelier grade corkscrew. This is a great deal to try wines that are already 40 to 80% off. A no-brainer to try Cameron Hughes wine. And free shipping is a huge savings. Trust me on this. Wine is heavy and very expensive to ship. So you have to go to chwine.com and use my code Heather at checkout. The only way to get free shipping and your free sommelier corkscrew on your first order is to go to chwine.com. That's chwine.com wine.com. Shop for your wine and then enter my code Heather at checkout. Enter my code Heather at checkout. That's C-H-W-I-N-E.com. Code Heather. Okay. Do you want to cook a fabulous meal at home, but you don't want to shop for it? And if you're like me, you go to the market and you buy way too many ingredients. You have all this stuff left over. Forget that. What you need to do is get Plated. Plated makes cooking awesome meals at home easy and fun. So there's no meal planning or shopping. And basically, you can make the most out of every moment in the kitchen and at the table when you use Plated. Here's how to get started. You go to plated.com slash world right now for a fantastic offer with your first plated delivery. You can choose from a ton of exciting recipes, and they change them weekly. And it's designed to fit a whole range of tastes and preferences, even the picky ones. Next, you're going to get a hand-packed, insulated box with fresh produce, antibiotic, free meats, everything you need to cook a delicious dinner delivered straight to your door. And it's all pre-measured, so no food goes to waste, which I love. Just follow the step-by-step recipe cards, get ready to be impressed, and impress others. You don't need to be a pro to make amazing dinners. And if you're not home for your delivery, I mean, that's most of us, right? Don't worry about it, because everything in your plated box stays fresh until midnight on the day it arrives. Prepare chef-quality dinners right at home in a few simple steps. Hurry over to plated.com slash world right now and get a free dinner for two with your first delivery. That's right, a free dinner for two with your first plated box. Go to plated.com slash world for terms and details. That's plated.com slash world. Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Is your calendar filling up with weddings and invites? Well, check off your to-do list at Macy's. I mean, I love weddings. Don't you love weddings? I love going to a wedding. But you have to be really careful with how you get dressed for a wedding because, all right, we all know you're not supposed to wear white, right? You can't wear white unless they tell you to wear white. And you really don't want to wear black because if you wear black, unless they tell you to wear black, then it feels like you're going to a funeral maybe or you're depressed. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. You have to be really careful about what you're going to wear to a wedding. So pulling together the perfect wedding look Not that easy. But when you go to Macy's, they've got the latest spring dresses, shoes, and jewelry. By the way, even skincare and makeup. So you can pull together a look for any dress code. I love one-stop shopping, and Macy's has it all. 
They've got your glow up covered. So fabulous. All the things you need all in one spot. Check out Macy's Wedding Shop to help you get celebration ready at Macy's.com slash wedding shop. Thanks for listening to Heather Dubrow's World. Download new episodes every Tuesday at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. And we're back. And Miss Natalie missed two workouts a day because you have to be on the Hooker Beach. (laughs) Yes. Before we get into Dear Heather for today, people are asking me where they leave these questions. The easiest thing to do is to go to Heather Dubrow's or HeatherDubrow.com and then just leave a comment. Um, You'll see it there on one of the tabs Um, and you can just write it and it'll go straight to us and we can we can read it there. You can go to Instagram or Twitter easily. Perfect. Fantastic. Okay, so there you have it. Go to HeatherDubrow.com. Leave a leave a comment on my instagram and tag natalie too at natalie Pouchet. all right doll what do we have today okay so it's um dear heather my kids are all homeschooled and i'm worried they're missing out on social interactions and memories that one can only get by going to public school am i making a mistake so you know homeschooling is good for different kids for different reasons but what i think is cool about homeschooling these days is that there are so many children that are homeschooled that they form groups together and go on field trips right and and really, it sort of becomes a de facto school, mm-hmm. if you will, because they end up doing so much together. Um, so I, I think that if homeschooling is right for your family and your child, that's fine. But you do have to socialize them. So whether it's meeting up with other homeschoolers and doing field trips or whether it's just putting them in community activities, intramural sports, uh, things through the city um, or local groups, you want to get them involved in things. And, and also, even if it's through your church or your synagogue or the library, whatever it is, get them involved. Okay. The next one is, at what age is it appropriate for a teen to wear makeup? My daughter's 13 and her hormones are changing and she's feeling self-conscious about her pimples. Should I let her wear some sort of makeup to cover it up? So I've been going through this with Max, who's 12 and a half, and um, we had a really fun day one day at Sephora, and she bought all this makeup, and she wanted a BB cream to cover her skin, and mm-hmm. I didn't want to, well, I did start to say, you don't need that, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I realized it was irritating her, and then I thought, you know what, let her get it, and experiment with it, and let me show her. Mm-hmm. So she started experimenting with it, and I, and I said to what her- What kind of makeup? It was like a- um, you know, uh, like a BB cream or a CC cream. So it's not like mascara and all that stuff. No, they wear that sometimes. Mm -hmm. I feel like I did in junior high. Mm -hmm. I think I wore some lip gloss and mascara. I have no problem with experimenting with makeup as long as it's super light. Right. Uh, Max doesn't really wear it at school, maybe a little lip gloss. Mm -hmm. Um, But what what I think, because she's talking about breakouts. I understand that. So what I did was I bought Max a really pale concealer. I've talked about this concealer on the show before. It's the Glow Minerals um, camouflage and natural. It's good for most Caucasian skin. Mm -hmm. And um, they just need a dab because you know what? No one wants to feel like people are looking at their skin. But to wear a full face of makeup to cover one pimple actually makes it look worse. And so, and, and, and they don't need that. They all have beautiful skin at that age. So, you know, you want to keep their natural skin. So I let Max experiment with it. And then I showed her, look at your face Look at how how matte it looks. Look at the powder. Now let's wash this half of your face off. Okay. Let's look at your face here. And we really like talked about it, and experimented. There's also some really great books mm-hmm. on the market about teen makeup, and some of the celebrity makeup artists have written them. So go on Amazon.com using your Heather Dubrow's <laughs> banner, of course, and uh, go look those up because those are really great to give to the girls. Oh, good. Here's another question. It says my daughter is 19, and for the record, she's very responsible and mature for her age. But I'm 
a proponent of having my kids do things in front of me versus behind my back. During a family party, I let her have a glass of wine because she was curious, and let's be honest, her friends were already drinking. I remember when I was 20. My question is, at what age do you allow them to be supervised having an adult beverage? Oh, it's such a it's such a good question. I mean, I, I'm not sure that I can be the authority on that question. Legally, you mm-hmm. cannot drink until the age of 21. Right. I know with my parents, when we were in high school, like the later years of high school, mm-hmm. when we were in international waters where yeah. the, there was no drinking age, they'd right. let us have wine. Yeah. Yes, we took advantage of that. <laughs> yes, we were still drinking at home with our friends right. inappropriately and illegally. Right. I think we were pretty responsible, but you know, how can you be responsible at that age? Yeah. Um, I think this, I, you know, I don't think ever. I think 21 is the drinking <laughs> age. And now that I have children, I'm just going to stick by that. Well, no, I think go. 20 probably, you know, if a kid is in college, they're obviously, you know, drinking. Yeah. Um, I, I think that the number one th- important take-home message from this question isn't so much what age, 20, 20 and a half, almost 21, is that we must teach our children to be responsible. Right. That you never, ever, ever drink and drive. I won't even have a glass of wine, even over a course of an evening and get in the car Mm -hmm. ever. It freaks me out. I will never do it. And my kids know that. And they know I've never gotten behind the wheel with alcohol on board. And if we can teach all of our kids that, then the six months here or there wouldn't be a problem. It's when they get unsafe. Right. That's the problem is how old are they when they're responsible enough. And that's why the government sets the limit of 21 because they feel like you're an adult and responsible enough to handle it. Right. I think that's a great message. The last question is, how do you feel about an at-home pregnancy? Okay, I know that this is completely judgmental. I don't like it. No? No, and I realize this is judgmental. I realize that there are people out there that it's their dream to give birth in a tub in their living room. I mean, I don't like it for just (laughs) knowing me, as you all do now, I don't want the water in the tub. It's going to slosh. It's going to be filthy. It's gross. I don't want all that in my house. It's just not me. But I'm not going to be judgmental about that part of it, because if that's your dream and you want all your... Listen, I know people who have their children, they're watching them give birth vaginally. Their other children. I don't, I don't know. I don't, to me, it's not appropriate, but they see it as a very natural thing. Okay, that's your choice. Not going to go there. The reason why I do not think a home birth is a good idea is because basically stuff happens. Right. And you don't know. And if I had not, I've told this story before, but if I, if I had not been in a hospital mm-hmm. when I gave birth to Katerina and I had decided to do a VBAC, a vaginal mm-hmm. birth after C-section and do it at home, da, 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 um, I could have died. Katerina could have died. I mean, it could have been a disaster. No, they took Katerina out already. So I could have died from the bleeding because I had placenta, creta. I just believe that you need, and it doesn't matter if there's a nurse practitioner standing there. You need mm-hmm. someone who can save your life, someone who could save your baby's life, someone who can hit a button and call in Be the emergency side. team for because because that's what this is about. Where you're giving birth, it's life. Yes, it's natural. But you know what? There were a lot of deaths back in the day before hospitals. And the reason why we don't have those kinds of deaths is because we do it in a hospital. Mm -hmm. I'm very serious about that. But here's the good news. There are a lot of hospitals now and birthing centers where you can have 
that kind of experience where you can have something that doesn't feel like a sterile sterile sort of hospital room it, it feels more like a home environment and maybe you can decorate it and you know figure out a way to make it more your own space but you're still in a hospital right that is my feeling on it i just don't think it's a good idea well, that's all we have for today. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. And again, we have fun stuff coming up. I'm going to be on the doctors soon, the next couple of weeks in May. We'll let you know when that's going to be, but check your listings. Did a really fun uh, Hip is Hottest Newest segment on there. So it, it had a great time with the doctors. And um, oh, we're going to pick a winner. We're going to pick our first mm-hmm. winner today for uh, everyone that did the hashtag HDW pick me. Well, guess what? Our winner is Kate Steinberg. She's at K-S-T-E-I-N 99. You are our first hashtag HDW pick me winner. Yay! I'm so excited. Thanks so much for entering, Kate. And you're going to get some console beauty products. We will be in touch with you. And I cannot wait to hear from you and hear how you love the products. And thank you so much for being such a great listener of Heather Dubrow's World. Really appreciate it. Don't forget, you can start buying your tickets for Heather Dubrow's World live at the Irvine Improv July 21st. And it's at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. July 21st. You can go to uh, the Irvine Improv.com and buy tickets there. In a couple months, we're going to be doing, uh, or in a month, we'll start a giveaway. We'll be giving away a few tickets. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be swag bags from our sponsors. There's going to be a lot of cool stuff. We're going to have great guests. So stay tuned for all of that. And again, please go to iTunes, leave us a five star review, tell us what you're loving, tell us what you want to hear more about, tell us who you want to see on our show, what guests. We love to get. Um, recommendations. And don't forget, if you're going to shop, go to amazon.com. But before you do that, go to podcastone.com, click on killer deals and find Heather Dubrow's world. And you will get our unique URL. So that way you support our show and we keep podcasting free. Again, thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to Heather Dubrow's world. Download new episodes every Tuesday at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com.